0: The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's
1: World. And greetings, friends, all around the world. It's coming. It's coming soon. Yes, there really is a utopia coming to this entire world, my friends. It will be a time of genuine peace and joy. The great God who gives you life specifically predicted this coming utopia. And you can have part in making it joyful Stay tuned. My friends, on my last Tomorrow's World television program, I described the soon coming great tribulation. It is coming. Your Bible definitely prophesies it. But soon after this horrifying tribulation and the return of Jesus Christ as King of Kings, an unprecedented era of world peace, prosperity, and joy will engulf the entire world. You need to look forward to this time. You need to prepare for it. For this inspiring message about a coming utopia comprises a major part of the true gospel. The real God of the Bible has a good news, a good news that He tells us about, not just about believing on Christ and His sacrifice, because the genuine gospel, the good news is also about the coming of Christ and the magnificent rule of Jesus Christ over this entire world. Picture joyous families, young and old, playing and laughing together all over the world in peace, real peace, continuous peace. Think about the abundance of food, water, and prosperity the world will soon share as God describes it. A truly glorious time is just ahead. My friends, what will Jesus Christ be doing just 10 to 25 years from now? Your Bible tells about it. What does the Bible actually say? Notice what Almighty God told Mary about her future son. Get your Bible. Check up on me. Get the real message of God to you about your future. Luke chapter 1 and your New Testament. Luke chapter 1, verse 30. Then the angel said to Mary, as she began to ponder her coming childbirth, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb... And will bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. No end to Christ's kingdom. And he will rule on this earth on the throne of David over the house of Jacob. That is real. That's going to happen. Now notice chapter 11 of the book of Revelation, Revelation 11:15, the seventh angel, the seventh trumpet sounds, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, "The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever." Christ will rule on this earth. That's what he will be doing soon, not up in heaven, but on this earth. Think about it. What does your Bible actually say? Turn with me back to Revelation 2 at this point, my friends. Revelation chapter 2, and let's begin reading in verse 26. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the powder's vessels shall be broken in pieces, as I also received from my Father. Yes, Christ received this, but the saints are to do it too, he said. They will assist Christ in ruling this world, the true saints of God who walk with God and keep His commandments and have Christ living in them. This is what they'll be doing, helping Christ rule this earth and bring a time of peace and joy such as has never been experienced. Turn to chapter 5 now, Revelation chapter 5, and in verse 8 it describes the prayers of the saints. And in verse 9, they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll, to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation, and have made us kings and priests. That's your future, my friends, if you really overcome and become like Christ and have Christ living His life within you. He will make you kings and priests to our God, and we, this song goes on to say, we the saints shall reign Where? Up in heaven, playing harps with nothing to do. We shall reign or rule on the earth. That's what they're going to do, the true saints of God. Not up in heaven with nothing to do, but here on this earth with an opportunity, a magnificent chance to help straighten out the world, help bring peace such as has never existed before under Jesus Christ's direction. Notice now back in the Gospel of Luke, Turn with me, my friends, to the Gospel of Luke. Get this in your Bible. See what your Bible actually says. Why haven't you heard these things before? Think about it. Luke chapter 19, verse 11. Christ speaks a parable because He was near Jerusalem and because they, His disciples, thought the kingdom of God would immediately appear. They thought that Christ was going to set up a kingdom and kick the Romans out. Therefore, he said, he describes a nobleman going to a far country to receive a kingdom and to return, and he called ten of his servants and delivered each one some money, a mina, a degree of money, and told them to do business. Use that money properly. So when he comes back, here's what happens. One came and he said, Master, your mina has earned ten minas. Verse 16. Christ said, Well done, good servant, because you have faithfully, were faithful in a very little, have authority over ten cities. That's the reward, were to rule over the cities. And the second came, who had less money, your mina has earned five minas. Likewise, he said to him, you also be over five cities. So he was to be over five cities, because he had overcome and grown five times, so to speak, and the proportionate is there. We need to understand this, my friends. Our reward is to help Christ rule over the cities and bring peace and prosperity and joy. That will be our job, our responsibility, if we are true saints, true Christians, overcomers, as Christ comes back as King of Kings. But, my friends, think about the violence and the riots and the trash and the burning of buildings and stuff all over the cities of this earth today. It's going on all over all over the United States, parts of Europe, the Middle East, India, China. Think about the poverty, the hunger, and the seeming hopelessness in so many of the cities today all over the world. We will have the opportunity under Christ's leadership to straighten out this mess. We can bring joy to this confused and suffering world. That's our future if we are overcomers. My friends, how does the Apostle Paul describe the future responsibilities of true Christians, the Christians who understand God's Word, the Christians who are willing to obey this book and let Christ live in them? This is what the Apostle Paul was inspired to write. Turn with me now to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Notice verse 2. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life. Christians will assist Christ in ruling the world and they will even be ruling over the angelic hosts. We will be members of God's family, full sons of God. A magnificent future awaits you. My friends, you and I should really prepare to assist Christ and help bring about this coming utopia in tomorrow's world. Why haven't you heard about this genuine future for all Christians and of Christ's coming rule on this earth? Why? At this point, my friends, I want to offer you absolutely free a copy of one of the most encouraging and inspiring booklets we have ever published. This attractive booklet entitled The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? will be sent to you absolutely free upon your request. This booklet is filled with color and illustrations, and a full description of The World Ahead. It will give you far more details than I can do on this telecast. The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Will inspire you and encourage you and fill your life with purpose. So just call us or write us and ask for your free copy of our booklet, The World Ahead. That's all you need. Do it. Call right now before you forget. You can also order this booklet on our website at TomorrowsWorld.org. And you can follow us at TomorrowsWorld on Facebook and on Twitter.
0: To receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at TomorrowsWorld.org. Once again, that's TomorrowsWorld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now.
1: Again, my friends, very few people have heard about the real truth about what really lies just ahead. They've been given the idea of floating off to heaven with nothing to do. But that is not what the Bible actually says, as you've been seeing from this program. Again, notice what the Apostle Paul was inspired to tell us. Let's review that here real quickly. This is the Apostle Paul in your New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Do you not know that the saints, the true Christians, he says, the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels, Paul said? How much more things that pertain to this life? Yes, we are going to be judging this world, ruling this world under Jesus Christ, and even helping rule over angels because we will be members of the family of God. We will be false sons of God, born of God by a resurrection from the dead. Now notice what Isaiah tells us about Christ's coming rule on the earth. Turn with me, if you would, back to your Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 2. Notice verse 2. God says, Now it shall come to pass in the latter days... The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law. We talk about the traffic laws? Of course not. If you study the Bible, you know, and I hope you know that you know, if you're a Bible student, it's talking about God's spiritual law, the Ten Commandments, that tell us how to love God and how to love men. And yet men are trying to do away with it all the time. But this is the way of life for tomorrow's world. He's going to teach people the law of God and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation. No more war. He's going to stop it. And all that extra money can be used to build beautiful streets and cities and parks and all that kind of thing. Neither shall they learn war anymore. People are going to have to learn how to have peace and be happy with that and not always be wanting to fight and hate and kill They're not going to learn war anymore. So we want to really understand that and how wonderful that time will be. And then let's go on here to chapter 11. Turn to Isaiah 11 now, my friends. And here in Isaiah 11, notice how it's describing at the beginning how Christ comes out of a stem from Jesse, the father of David, and he has the spirit of knowledge and the fear of God. But in verse 4... But with righteousness, this coming King, Jesus Christ, will judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. He's going to rule with power. Frankly, my friends, when you think about the problems going on in the Middle East and elsewhere on the world today, what's the answer? Are they going to listen to all of our nice talk? no. What's going to make them listen listen to God when Christ comes back? It says, He will rule them with a rod of iron. The only thing many of these Gentile leaders, these dictators will listen to is two words, overwhelming force. Get it. Overwhelming force. America used to use that to an extent we're afraid to now. The pride of our power has been broken. But Christ's pride has not been broken when He comes back why well, he's going to judge the world with power and strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. Verse 6, the wolf shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. Picture that time. Little children in peace all over this earth, never afraid of anything. They could be all alone out on the hillside. Nothing will happen. Verse 9, they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Yes, this whole earth full of the knowledge of God, the way of God, the law of God. My friends, picture the wild animals, now made absolutely tame. Beautiful animals in many cases, that is lions and tigers, are often very beautiful when you think about them, and yet they have a wild nature today, they won't then. And picture the beautiful mountains and the gorgeous forests, big beautiful trees and flowers all over, made absolutely safe for family camping, hiking, and even little children playing alone. No poisonous snakes no poisonous spiders, nothing like that, no wild animals. This will be God's coming utopia, the real world ahead. It's going to happen. It's coming. How did God inspire King Solomon to describe the world ahead? Let's turn back and see this in your Bible, Psalm 72, verse 1. Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. He will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice." The mountains will bring peace to the people and the little hills righteousness. He will bring justice to the poor. He will save the children of the needy and break in pieces the oppressor. We have oppressors all over this world, dictators and roving colonels with bands of murders all over parts of the Middle East and Africa and even some of our big cities here in the United States and drug dealers down in Mexico and here and elsewhere. All this kind of thing is going to stop. There will be a time of real peace, a relaxed joy with family and friends out in nature, a kind of life most of you have never experienced because everyone will be prosperous. He will save the needy and break in pieces the oppressor. And they shall fear you. We will have that awe of God as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon mown grass, great blessing like showers, water the earth. In his days the righteous shall flourish an abundance of peace until the moon is no more. Always this way of life for 1,000 years under the reign of Jesus Christ. Notice now, my friends, Isaiah 35 and beginning in verse 1. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them. Talking about God's true people, God's people coming back from captivity and slavery. The desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are faint-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance and with recompense. He will come and save you. Notice verse 5. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. He means that literally. Blind is spiritually, but also literally. Millions will be supernaturally healed. And the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb speak. For waters shall burst forth of the wilderness and streams from the desert. Verse 9. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast upon the earth. It shall not be found, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sigh shall flee away. Think about it, my friends. Again, let's be sure to call, and I hope all of you will call right now to request this beautiful booklet that we have for you, this inspiring booklet the world ahead, what will it be like? This booklet is filled with color and illustrations and a full description of the world ahead, this coming world tomorrow, a wonderful time. It will give you far more details than I can do on this telecast. The world ahead, what will it be like? Will inspire you, encourage you, and fill your life with purpose. So just call us or write us and ask for your free copy of our booklet on The World Ahead. That's all you need. Just call and ask for The World Ahead. Call right now before you forget. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org and you can follow us at Tomorrow's World on Facebook and on Twitter Finally, my friends, you may remember in my previous program how I described the coming great tribulation, a time so terrible that no flesh would be left alive except God intervened. Then Christ will come again. Christ will come to bring peace. Christ will come to bring this wonderful world ahead as we've been describing to you. But first, the tribulation comes. Remember Jeremiah 30, which I gave you in the last program I made on this series. Jeremiah chapter 30. Remember, Jeremiah was written over 100 years after ancient Israel's previous captivity. So talk about a coming time of captivity on Israel and Judah, on our peoples, the United States and British descended peoples, the democracies of northwestern Europe and the Jews. He says in verse 4, Jeremiah 30, verse 4, Now these are the words the Eternal spoke concerning Israel and Judah. Thus says the Eternal, We've heard a voice of trembling, of fear and not of peace. Ask whether man is ever in labor with child. So why do I see every man with his hands on his loins like a woman in labor and all faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It will be the great tribulation, and it is the time of Jacob's trouble, the trouble on modern Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. He shall be saved out of it, though." it's going to be awful, then Christ will come and bring back His people in weeping and and repenting and asking God to help them obey His law finally. It shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will break His yoke, a yoke of slavery from your neck, burst your bonds. Foreigners shall no more enslave them, but they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them." This book was written about 300 years after King David. David is going to be resurrected. This is talking about the coming world ahead when David is resurrected. Christ is king of kings, and King David is put as king over all of Israel. It's a coming time of joy when David himself is resurrected. And so these things are all going to happen as God begins to set up His kingdom and resurrect people, the saints, and David, and bring peace. He says here in verse 24, "...the fierce anger of the Eternal will not return until He's done it, until He's performed the intents of His heart." In other words, in this tribulation that comes first, "...in the latter days." He's been describing this whole time. "...in the latter days, our day, in the latter days you will consider it." Chapter 31 goes right on. "...at the same time, says the Eternal, I will bring the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be My people." Thus says the Eternal. The people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. They're going to be given mercy finally when they repent. And so he says then in verse 31, Behold, the days are coming, says the Eternal, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Yes, God Almighty will put His laws in the hearts and minds of His people. Then, my friends, all over this world, everyone will begin to understand the way of God. They'll understand the way of the Ten Commandments. They will begin to obey the Ten Commandments. What's going to happen then? No more crime. No more murder. No more adultery. No more broken homes. A joyous way of life based on the Ten Commandments with God's Holy Spirit poured out and people having God's law written in their hearts and minds. That day is coming. It's coming soon. You need to really understand. You need to be a real overcomer so you can help teach this very way of life in Christ's coming kingdom. This is the genuine wave of the future, my friends. This is the real world ahead. So prepare now to do your part in Christ's coming kingdom here on this earth. Call us or write us and ask for your free copy of our booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Call right now. Also, my friends, trying to get ready for this coming time, tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you will gain precious information and insights nowhere else. Mr. Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of Tomorrow's World. We will also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. My friends, see you right here next week.
0: To receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. This program is produced by the Living Church of God.